Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and watch, oh no, watch tightly colored what, what? Uh, Power Rangers fight monsters <laughs> in this in this show. Yes. Talk about. How many yeah. episodes of this have you done? I only, a lot, and also I only missed a week. No, I even did the one last week. What the fuck, self? Jesus. I, I, okay, I, well. I promise you that no matter how many episodes you make, it it's still impo- it's still possible to completely fuck up the intro. <laughs> yeah, you, I guess I guess you would know. The good news is this is such a low rent show that like I'm not gonna go do that again. This is staying in. Yeah, I, I'm Zach. I'd never re-record them. <laughs> yeah, I'm Zach, and joining me this week we've got Mike. Hi, how's it going? Uh, we've got Matt. Hi. Remember when I used to do. I used to do podcast things, and I used to be on podcasts, and I used to <laughs> be like, hey, it's a show, go we'll fucking do things. My buddies on the show where we talk about the show, the, shoot, the tightly shoot colored teens. Shoot them with a gun. Shoot them with a gun. Yeah, yeah. shoot them. Why don't they have guns? Just shoot them with guns. Yeah, good Matt's old times. Good Matt, o- it's Matt. I'm, I'm, His catchphrase is shoot them with a gun. Shoot them, shoot okay. them, shoot the, shoot the bad guy with the gun, remember? You know, <laughs> okay, a catchphrase that has only become so much more lovable in recent months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. That, that catchphrase is always going to remain relevant and tasteful. Well, okay. It is a laser gun, in fairness, but yes, that's yeah, a but good de- point. Devoid of context, though. It's fine <laughs> if they're lasers. Yeah. Uh, we've got Joel. That- I mean that is uh that was Fox Kids' uh opinion on the matter for like years. Yeah, man, it took me so long to be like, wait, but it's not the future, but everyone in Spider Man in the cops for in the in the cops force, which is what it's called. <laughs> in the police force just has laser guns <laughs> for no reason. Cops force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, and we've man. got our buddy Dustin. Hi. I hey. I'm still an anime trash, so nothing's yeah, changed. But that's it's okay. We're, you know, no, uh, it's not I'm okay. Be- it's not okay. We don't encourage <laughs> this behavior. All right, Matt. I have really bad news. Yeah, it's not like Wait, I need encouragement, that? buddy. I watched like 120 episodes of Dragon Ball Super in like three weeks. Yes. So. <laughs> 
so I, I don't know that I can escape the fact that I'm anime trash anymore. Uh, Trunks is cool now. He used to be lame. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I've got some uh, some things to talk about this. Well, hold actually, on, first hold of on, all. Hold on. Yes, yes. We have a guest. Yes. What do we need to do with yes. guests? Okay. First of all, hey, Dustin, you haven't been on the show in a while. How are things going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Just got back from a nice vacation in Flagstaff where I uh, hiked some trails, looked at some pretty mountains. Nice. That sounds pretty cool. I like yeah. the mountains. I, I, for so, my geography's not great. It's better than uh, a lot of Americans, which is not a brag. It's just a sad thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I am actually, for some reason, I forgot there were mountains in Arizona. <laughs> Arizona's a big state, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's real big. So you got Southern just, Arizona, which is what most people think about when they think about Arizona, which is just like mostly desert. flat areas with desert. And things that want to murder you uh, if you step into that <laughs> desert. Um, but then there's northern Arizona, which is more like a cross between Colorado and like the forests of California, where that sounds nice. Like really, really mountainous regions with uh, a lot of um, forests and uh, just some a lot of a lot of canyons too. Not just not just the grand cool. one that we're all known for. We have multiple different canyons. Ones. We have several yeah, canyons. Bunches. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, let me ask you, and I know the answer, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it. So first of all, have any Power Rangers related things happened to you since the last time you were on the show? I mean, I've been watching uh, Garo Vanishing Line, which is sort of like Sentai ish for sure. Um. Now, let me let me swerve that. Uh, have you been play? Okay, so we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about Dragon Ball Fighters because it's a little old, and we talked about okay, it a bunch when, when it first came out. When you said you were going to swerve, I did not expect this fucking 180 burnout. Well, well, so so I wanted to talk to uh, Dustin because he is one of the the the, the network's resident uh, people who knows like a little bit about. I know you're not a Sentai person, but you do watch a lot of uh, a ton of anime. Yeah. Um, when you when you watched uh, or, or like basically the so the Ginyu Force the in uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I there I j- just found out that their fucking cro- or their uh, theme song in in the Japanese version is Toku Sentai. Yeah. Which which like. Now that I've been doing this show for a while, I didn't realize that it's just the two. Th- it's Sentai and Toku put together, like y- the two. Yes. <laughs> and oh, I feel because uh, oh, hold on, no. How the fuck did you not realize that? Because it's because when I first right watched there in the name, well, but when I first watched DBZ, I didn't know what Tokusatsu was, and I didn't know. I kind of knew Sentai, but not what it meant. I mean, that's fair. I, I didn't either when I first watched Dragon Ball Z. Okay, that's a more satisfactory explanation than I was expecting. So, it, it, it just means special squad, basically? Yeah. <laughs> which, I, also, that's not the name of their team. No. Which makes it very confusing. <laughs> but they're saying what they are. Yeah, so they're just yelling at you like, this is our profession. Yeah, we're just, a special squad. Go. We're a special squad of special I mean, boys. That, 
that checks out because at work, like three times a day, I have to yell out, IT! Yeah, you just do, and then you do a pose, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, okay. One of us good. is the I and one of us is the T. So, so um, yeah, I mean, I I haven't gotten a ton of, uh, of things that I thought Dustin would be able to comment on specifically, but... I just felt really dumb for not putting that one together. I guess no, it's fine. What... I I didn't I didn't realize that either when I was twelve. Yeah, well, okay. I you know, <laughs> I also didn't know that they were all fucking based on dairy. But there you go. I Toriyama's got that. He can't not do it. The God, the Gods of Destruction are all liquor too. Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm Toriyama. <laughs> Toriyama is to food puns as uh, Araki is to musical bands. You see, I yeah. thought you were going to say as Iraqi is to killing dogs for some reason. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a way more depressing analogy. I mean, it's weird. It's, it's weird that Matt would it, take it in that Iraqi specific direction. Iraqi occasionally leaves dogs alive. <laughs> Sometimes, not, not often, but it happens occasionally. Okay. Anyway, so this went weird, but let's move on to uh, some talking about things from sure. this week. Talking about things. So first of all, I wanted to talk about uh, the fact that they have uh, Saban and Boom Studios have put out a live action trailer for uh, Power Rangers Shattered Grid, which we've talked about a little bit. It's the upcoming big old crossover um, uh, that that uh, between the two active Power Rangers comics. Where oh, I was about to say, um, what is Power Rangers crossing over with like Transformers with itself? Yeah, (laughs) no, with itself. Yeah, it's it's they started another line of Power Rangers comics just so the two of them could have a crossover. Well, the thing is, it's not even really a crossover because it's the same characters in the same continuity. It's just like different points on the timeline. So, like, like, crossover isn't even really the right word. Yeah, it's it's more less a crossover and more a line wide event, kind of like how. Um, right. IDW had uh, a couple different uh, major Transformers title that was Robot in Disguise and also More Than Meets the Eye. And then uh, there was an event where they both sort of uh, – where both the cast combined for it. So Yeah. So, so it's – the thing – they actually – I mean – We've mentioned this before, but Jason David Frank will show up for fucking anything. So the fact that they got him to come and be uh, Lord Jacan is, like, not that impressive. It's but not hard. They, they <laughs> built a set, like, I'm pretty sure, at least part of one. And they got, uh, apparently they got Ron Wasserman to do the music. Um, which, like, if you actually go, go to Ron Wasserman's YouTube uh, page... He has a thing where he talked about how it happened, and evidently, Kyle Higgins, the writer uh, for the Power Rangers comics, who also directed this short, which is kind of cool, but, um, he just emailed Ron Wasserman one day and was like, I really like the X-Men cartoon theme, and Ron Wasserman was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Cool. I mean, that's really I the mean, proper yeah, way to introduce so yourself to Ron Wasserman. Yeah, it's a yeah. very good theme. <laughs> it is a very good theme. And then from then there, there they were like, "Let's go get bourbon." And then Kyle Higgins was like, "Hey, would you write this thing for me?" 
uh, for Power Rangers. So, like, Saban never talked to ha- Wasserman. Kyle Higgins went and did it, which is kind of awesome. I that's that's neat. So you've got so uh, you've got you know a little bit of production value put into it. It's not like they went crazy. Got a CGI um, but, evil base that they can use on their green screen, <laughs> for sure. And it basically it's Tommy or I'm sorry, it is Lord Dracon, evil Tommy, talking about like how disappointed he is in all the millions of teams of Rangers not not basically going all Justice Lords and taking over the world and ruling with an iron fist. So he's going to go murder them all. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Jason David Frank menacingly standing in a, like, in a tower looking over his army and saying, like, they, they're wasted potential. Like, they could have been gods. Like, as far as, like, a, like evil alternate universe Power Rangers go is some pretty good stuff. It's cool. It's a, it's a neat trailer. I actually have a couple friends who, like, I guess this is getting some minor, like, uh, you know, Twitter and Facebook traffic, like, amongst people who don't know what it is and uh, some friends were like hey is that a thing that's like gonna happen that i can watch and then when i told them no they were upset so yeah, people I mean, seem to be kind of instead and then they responded yeah, exactly reading is yeah. for nerds <laughs> well i i just think it's a shame because like we've talked about it before but like over the top evil is like the best acting jason david frank does it's and the like, one this thing would be an really amazing use of him they also did, uh, I, I don't know if we've talked about this, but the Lord Jacan costume, which we've talked about before, um, the, the people who make the co- like the, you know, thousand dollar Power Ranger suits for really big cosplayers, they jumped over that shit immediately and like started making those like as basically as soon as that design got revealed. So you've got that in here. And then you also have, I can't remember their names, but, uh, his army is made up of like, militarized power ranger suits so you've got a yellow ranger like guard looking person and it all looks pretty good for what i'm sure they did not spend a ton of money on let's say (laughs) so yeah it's cool i'm i'm it's interesting because they've been doing like marvel and dc have done trailers for for event comics but usually it's like some music and a voiceover as they like pan a camera over a comic book panel. Like it's not or like over their promo artwork. Right. Or like you have you, it's like a short interview with like, you know, um, Oh no, I was going to say Zack Snyder. Who's the good Snyder who writes for DC? Scott Snyder. Snyder. Thank you. you. Uh, Or like a little bit of Scott Snyder talking about like, this is what we're going to do in this thing. Like there, there'll be that, but uh, you know, it's kind of cool. Sorry to interrupt. It's been a while since I've been on the podcast. Do we still bring up Batman v Superman like every other episode? No, Not every we other episode, but point. you can. You can totally bring no, it up. No, I'll pass. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Better not. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's really cool. If you haven't watched it, you should go give it a shot. It's it's neat. It is definitely uh, kind of got me hyped. I'm a little behind on the comic. I'm gonna have to catch up. It also does make me, it's funny because you can tell that all Jason David Frank wants in this world is for someone to let him be Lord Dracon in, like, an actual show slash movie. Like, he wants it so bad, and it's not going to happen. I mean, I really want somebody to give that to him. Like, I would watch it. Yeah, I mean, like, I also want that real bad. (laughs) Okay, so I I said as much uh, on Twitter already earlier this week. 
but like I started with this podcast not giving a single flying fuck about Power Rangers. And at this point, I'm so fucking in it that like I actually got genuinely excited by this dumb live action trailer for a comic book series. And fuck you, Zach. Fuck you for, <laughs> for ruining yes. my life. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I not mean, like, it's not it's... like you've gotten anything good out of this whole podcasting thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not upset about doing the podcast. I'm upset about the fact that I care about Power Rangers now. <laughs> it's really cool to see how much like around the periphery of Power Rangers th- is happening like for fans or by fans or like people who like like we've talked about it before how like minor characters that fans like are showing show up in the games, show up in the comics, all this stuff. It's cool to see like them kind of embrace that stuff and this is this is part of that. I Well, I'm, I I'm just really glad that we know... started this podcast so that they start making cool Power Rangers stuff again cuz it's definitely yeah, because of true. us. I wonder I would love to know what Haim Saban thinks of this stuff and if he like cares at all because honestly i Zach, don't you can't know th- see it but i'm doing the finger thing to represent money i'm 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 curious if he's even aware of it like do you think he even knows it's there i think like, he probably than- gets briefed at like uh meetings where they talk about okay what stuff are we gonna be launch- you know making money from this quarter yeah, yeah he's gonna be asking about the numbers like he's gonna like it's, There's a line item that says Power Rangers comic, and and it makes this yeah. much, and he knows about it from that. But I have to imagine, yeah. like, just as a businessman though, who's who came off the tail of a like, let's just be frank about it, not an entirely successful like movie reboot of his big franchise. Like, he's probably pretty frustrated. Like, like I, I'd assume it's mixed. A that like clearly the brand. There's still some strength there. Like, he still has something to work with. But by that same token, the two like most well-liked and popular things related to that brand right now are a streamed tabletop game and a comic book. Like, the show itself isn't doing gangbusters. The movie... Not not moneymakers, exactly. Say what? Uh, I said not two things that aren't exactly moneymakers in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like brand, they're like loyalty builders, but not like, yeah, for sure. That is... That is that probably does frustrate him, I would imagine. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool to see this stuff keep happening. I'm excited to actually read it, and I wonder if all this stuff will build to like. I just wonder if any of the like stuff that fans really like ever gets incorporated into the show itself, or if they're always just gonna straight like stick to the sentai like i, I don't know the, i get I'm, the feeling it's gonna it would take a lot for that stuff to bleed over yeah yeah um, i mean i mean would it, it be it would be really hard? weird for them to start like really leaning into continuity now yeah i it guess would just, it would be just too especially because like let's face it like the people watching uh is it is it ninja steel yeah ninja steel like like the only people watching that are people who love power rangers enough and to little care kids. about checking out the latest one, or just yeah. children. That's that's what I was gonna say. So, would it really be that hard to slap Lord Jacon in it in like a two parter? But yeah, it would because the kids wouldn't know who the fuck. Like they would be like, "Wait, what?" Like only, only I'm sure like a small portion of their audience would know what was going on. So like, yeah, I get it. All right. Well, 
it's still neat, and I'm excited to see where it moves from here. Now let us go on to our... Spotlight, which is going to be oh, very good, cause, quick. Because I was very worried that we'd start the episode before, you know, this 20 minutes This is not going to take very... I know. Listen, <laughs> it's not going to take much time. Catherine Sutherland is the actress who plays Cat Hillard, the second Pink Power Ranger. That is Catherine she, with a C with a C, for the actress. With, Catherine with yes, a K for the, for character. the character. Now, she hasn't done anything else like i it's a bummer she does stuff for uh she goes to conventions um she seems to be she's not very active on twitter so it's not like you know some of the other people where you can at least kind of figure out what they're doing from that she had a role in uh the 2000 uh film cell which with jennifer lopez that was cut so it's not even in the final version (laughs) and that's it. Like, it's kind of a bummer. I was hoping that she has done something else, and I couldn't even, like, on her IMDb, I couldn't even find, uh, like... Well, to be clear, she like, it's, a... she's not doing any other acting. Like, I, I assume right. she's doing stuff with her life. I'm sure she is, but, like, I... A lot of the other uh, a- a- characters, or actors, sorry, it'll at least say, like, you know, person now works as, as a personal trainer in, you know, wherever. Like, I didn't, I couldn't find anything. Well, maybe so, that, would, that may be by intention. Like, maybe she doesn't want... Yeah, totally. And, and that's fine. It just means I don't have a lot to talk about. But I didn't want to leave her out because we're going to do all the... We'll, we're, we'll try to do everybody. Um, but... I don't have much, so there you go. So now we can start the episode. Are you happy? Yes. Never. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could please some people. Jesus. <laughs> um, Zach, for what it's worth, I am I'm I'm reasonably happy. Oh boy, that actually makes me really happy. Good. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that, we, that reaction. Now that now that we know everyone's actually Matt, uh, Mike, how you feeling? Hmm. Uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I just wanted. I just we got everybody else's, so I didn't want to leave you out. So okay, no, I appreciate it. I'm just, I'm just kind of groggy right now. To That's be fine. This is season three, episode nineteen, changing of the Zords, part one. I wonder what's going to happen in this multi-parter. <laughs> I'm gonna just about guarantee some things you wouldn't have expected. I, I mean, it's not as bad as the Dragon Ball episodes, which is still hysterical to me, where it's like, find out, uh, will Vegeta die? Find out on next week's episode, Vegeta, <laughs> Vegeta dies. dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure, got it. I do want to point out, I do want to point out, so this this multi-parter is uh, at episode 19. We're getting new Zords. Um, I, don't, I don't think we actually see the new Zords until, like, the, the until part two. Um... But like, so this is we're we're nineteen episodes in. We got these new Zords in episode four because we started with that Masked Rider business. Fucking really short tenure on these Zords. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not much. It, and, and we've mentioned before. I don't that think in these the, new Zords are going to last long either. Because don't no. the Alien Rangers have like a different Zord or something? We've mentioned in the yes, they do. They they have different ones also. We've mentioned before that in the Sentai, um, the. The Shogun Zord is the first one, and then the Animal Zords, or the, the Ninja Zord, is the second one. 
and they flopped him for reasons unknown. No, <laughs> like, no, we we, we covered it a, f- a few episodes ago. The reasons the reason why is because they like jury rigged the uh, Falcon Zord into oh that's right the the that's other right. Zords in this, and so they had to introduce that in the thing where it actually appears. Yeah, yeah so okay. I, I did watch ahead uh, actually kind of a lot because. You know, I've just been grinding an FF14, and I have Power Rangers running in the background. <laughs> Fair um, enough. But so, basically, when when Cat gets freed from the spell and gets made the Pink Ranger, they get they pay Spoilers. some lip, lip service to the fact that like Rita's spell still kind of lingering a little bit, and that prevents her from getting her own Zord. So she like rides with Tommy in the White Shogun Zord. Okay. Right, because yeah. they only had five Zords to work with. Yeah. Well, all right then. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that makes sense. So, we open with Kimberly and Aisha and Kat hanging out, which, like, they met, e- they met each other for, like, eight seconds at the end of last episode, and now they're just chilling. I guess well, that'd be nice in I mean, introducing yeah, them. Yeah, there's, there's a new person at school, and yeah. they're hanging out with her because they met her. Like... Yeah, that's fair. So they went out to uh, to shopping, and and it was also it, it seems like it doubled as like a tour. Um, yeah, so but she's like, talking I, like, "Wow, I I've never seen anybody shop like you, Kimberly." Because yeah. the fact that you love to shop is a major character thing that we've seen on screen they, over they the last two and a half say years it a fair bit they just do you think if they had access to a mall to shoot in they would have shown her shopping because I, I i feel like by season three they they probably could have gotten access to a mall though yeah yeah but by this so, point she was getting ready to leave yeah they actually do a lot more with like location shooting and stuff this season there's no reason they couldn't have shown them all yeah, that's fair, but they don't, so it's just, again, us being told that Kim really likes to shop. So, uh, every time, every time, like, they, like someone to is the, like, we'll I, take... I do want to say, though, to the bitter end, they really want to emphasize that she's, like, the valley girl. Even, right. like, it, it, and again, it has always been a told-not-shown thing from square one, and it's frustrating, because she's about yeah. to leave, and they're still doing it. So every time Kat goes to leave when she's hanging out with them, she's like, they're like, we we can walk you home. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Because she needs to go off screen and turn it into a cat. Um, yeah, she uh, says she doesn't live far. So, right. And as, yeah. Or as we saw last last time, like literally just off screen, even though they're staring at her and turn into a cat. Now, to um, be fair, how many times have the Rangers gone just off screen and like teleported or something and no one's noticed? This, I just nobody in Angel Grove has object permanence. That's right. the problem. If you if you can't see it, it's not there. Um, so, yeah, she so I guess she's still living with Aisha and Kimberly as a cat. Like, I guess so. Which is, I mean, she's a, not you don't living have to pay rent. Parents. It's a pretty slick, uh, pretty yeah. slick rift there. Yeah, I was. I mean, where else is she gonna go? Is the thing the moon? She can live on the moon. No, I'm pretty sure Rita <laughs> won't allow her like on the ground like infiltration troop. Also, also, wouldn't she like die because she's she couldn't breathe on the moon? No, because no, the moon has she's perfect, been on the moon. perfectly air breathable on the moon for atmosphere. Some reason. Yeah, <laughs> so. She she walks off, and she bumps into Tommy, and boy, last time it read more as, like, Kat was, you know, doing the thing she's actually supposed to be doing, which is, like, 
trying to trick Tommy into capturing him for or whatever. Now she just like it way more reads like she just wants to fuck his brains out. She's thorsty. Yeah, I mean, yes, she is. Absolutely. But the the I'm getting the um, I forget the. I forget any of the vast multitude of movies where this happens, but I'm getting that crazy, like, woman moves in and wants to replace the main character woman vibes. Oh, like, like, uh, like um, um... Is this a single white oh, female? Yeah, there single we go. White female, the yeah. Oh, I was going to say, like, trading places. I'm pretty sure that's what happens in that movie, <laughs> yep, right? Yep, that's what happens yep, in nope, trading you got places. It. Okay, yep. cool. So, she's like, hey, Tommy, and he's like, hi, bye, and just walks off. Yeah, it's very clear she wants to completely usurp Kimberly, and she's gonna... Well, it's just so weird because, like, later they're going to make us, they're going to, like, try to make us like this couple. But to start, like, she's staring literally evil eyes at Kimberly and and Tommy, who are, like, rightful boyfriend. It's it's weird. It's, one of, like, one of those things where... Yeah, she starts out as a very creepy stalker. <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. They're cuz they're trying to I think they're trying to make you have sympathy for her already, but it Yeah, it's work. not working. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's weird is unless you know she becomes the Pink Ranger, that's 100% not how it reads. It reads like I'm going to destroy you and also steal your man. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um so we cut up to the moon and uh so do you guys rem- I swear that Zed has said, what is it, Finster, a monster that blows itself up before? Like, that literal exact line. And I would be yeah, surprised. Yeah, I think it has. And though, though this show often recycles things, I don't ever remember it quite to that extent where they're, other than, you know, catchphrases. It's just a throwback to season one where they just reuse the same clips over and over. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> um, so... He, he's like, no, 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 I, I have something way better than that. Uh, I've discovered or translated? translated yeah, after, yeah, for the- years he's been trying and failing to decrypt or decipher these scrolls. The scrolls of Zordina. Oh, now, I mean, I got so angry when he said this. Hold on. So they don't ever say what Zordina is, if it's a person, if it's like an order. No, they if do. It's if like, it's like a location. It's a planet. Wait, do they? Or it's a location for sure. Is it okay? Yep. Well, fuck. I was gonna say is like Lady Zordon. I got. I was like, <laughs> this is like a second Zordon, and it's, it's <laughs> Lady like Zordon. Twins, it's exactly like Zordon. Yeah. But they, it's but a they woman, put lipstick so on terrible. it. Yeah, well, yeah well, it's got a bow yeah, in its hair. It's, it's oh wait, a hold on. Bad situation. Well, actually. <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, Zordina actually, uh, split into two people at one point in great, great ancient history. One of them became Zordon and the other Scorpina. Oh, oh okay. fuck. Oh, wow. Gotcha. So the God villains got it. the better part of that exchange. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. So anyway, this, I guess these are scrolls that, so they say, Fenster says these scrolls show the location of, quote, the dormant Zords. By season 25 of Power Rangers, there are, like, 80 bajillion dormant swords. Like, <laughs> obviously this is early, but which fucking ones are you talking about? I like, think all of them. 
Are, are we talking Dorbin Zords just on Earth, though, or... I guess so. You think this is a map to every Dormant Zord? Yes. That I would think, be pretty I think when, fucking I think powerful. Cause, well, because we've talked about it, the Zords come from fucking somewhere, and apparently they all just come from here. Okay, if you say so. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, in any case, Finster is like, he seems like he knows what he's talking about because he says... We need the technology of a ninja zord and a power source, uh, and then we can bring the the other zords back to life. It's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. You need similar technology and then power. Well, Got the, it. I mean, it, yeah, it kind of tracks with the attempts they've made to explain how the zords work previously. Like, sure. you gotta have your power coin as kind of like the key to get in and run it. Zed immediately takes uh, credit for the genius plan. Uh, it's called leadership, is- Zach. Yeah, everyone's very excited. We cut down to uh, the shittiest thing a character has ever done on this show, probably. I think. Well, not action, but just the, God, the balls on this move, which is basically Kim walks up to um, Catherine, who is dressed in like. Yeah. Yeah. So Kat is dressed in like a straw hat and like weird fucking sunglasses. I don't know how to describe them. They're Meg? Big, but not as big as you'd expect. Oh, big. Yes. Yes. They are like. They are like. uh, suburban white mom sunglasses. Yeah, she looks like a Stepford wife, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she, she, uh, Kimberly, who's wearing overalls over a tie dye, uh, tie dye bathing suit, which is fucking rad, is like, uh, hey, you guys, you want to come to the lake with us? It'll be fun. We're you know trying to make friends and be cool. And Catherine's like, oh no no no, I'm okay. I don't really. I don't need, uh, I don't like the water very much because she's a cat. You guys, it's because she's a cat and they don't like water. Zach, Zach, (laughs) this is what fucking blew my mind later, like five or six episodes from now. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a joke about her being a cat. No, it turns out this is actually a thing about Catherine. She has a problem with water <laughs> that is entirely unrelated to the but fact that she turns because, into a cat. Oh but my she God. is a cat. Okay, hold on. Okay, we have to stop. <laughs> Clearly, they're going to say, at some point, they're going to say that cat is a person who has been turned into a cat. But Wait, is cat a person who's been turned into a cat or a cat who's been turned into a person? She is a cat. She's a Sorry, she's a person who lived in Australia and was kidnapped by Rita and turned into an evil cat. That is the explanation. However, okay. her name is Cat, and she turns into a cat, and also she has a cat monster form. She's a triple changer. And also, we just found out that the actress's name is Cat, and I need to know if they wrote this around the actress's name, or if they specifically found someone whose name was Cat. <laughs> it's very confusing, and I don't understand how this all ties together. I think it might just be a casting curse with Power Rangers, like how they wind up with like seven people named Jason. Is it fucking, like, really? They hired a person whose name was Cat to play an evil cat girl. It could very easily be Providence. It's not like Catherine is an unusual or uncommon name. They're not going to not give her the part because her name is Catherine, is the thing. Hell, if anything, that probably makes it easier. I guess so. It's just, like, ugh. It's just weird. The like once you decide, okay, this character is being turned into a cat, like, the the rest kind of just follows. Like, 
Yeah, I guess it's just the the cat, the layers of cat, the layers oh. of the cat is a lot. Also, kind of re- since we're on this kind of on this topic already, reaching around back to a previous point, if you watch this episode without the context that this woman is actually like a shapeshifter cat person, monster thing, whatever the fuck, um, she comes across way more like a really thirsty Terminator than like a monster person. <laughs> yeah, because she's got the glowing eye thing happening. Oh, right, right. So the so the so the um one from Terminator Three. Got it. Yeah, because because I was so I was doing like kind of like episode recap catch up and I watched this one first and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Is she like a Terminator? And then that's obviously not the case, but yeah. No, they do that later. <laughs> later there's a Terminator lady. <laughs> I only knew what was happening because I remember vaguely this arc from when I first watched it. <laughs> that is fair. It, it's definitely it's it's something that like We've talked about it before. I remember hating Kat because, God damn it, she stole Tommy from Kimberly. Now, as we've mentioned, uh, Kimberly deserves someone better than Tommy. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I don't know about how I feel about Kat and Tommy yet. That said, it's not a great start because what happens next is after she says, no, Kimberly, thank you, but I'm good. Tommy walks over in his fucking... Uh, uh, cut off t or not cut off t shirt. Um, his tank top, and he's like, "Hey, uh, are we ready to go?" And Kimberly's like, "Yeah, I am." But Catherine, and then Cat's like, "Change your mind. Here we go. Coming on. I'm going. Let's go." Know who loves water? <laughs> Yours. T- you know who loves water and dick? Me. I love both those things. <laughs> I like to get. I like to get wet, and I like dick, and I can do it both at the same time. <laughs> uh, honestly, you could have just cut that. At I like to get wet. <laughs> I didn't so, realize that this was becoming sh- the shape of water cast. Yeah, exactly. Damn, got him. <laughs> so I'd suck that fish man. The shape shifting of water. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we cut. We cut to the. Did you see where they made a where a bad dragon made a, a dick for that the fish monster? Yeah, and then, Del Toro and, said it was non-canon. He was like, "That's not, not the design." Like, that's not what I thought it would look like. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my I, I, I love that he's like, mm, that's not what the monster's dick looked like, and then didn't elaborate at <laughs> right, all. Right, yeah, the article I read that, like, it talked about that or whatever, followed up by saying, so, unfortunately for Del Toro, until he releases an official one, this is all we've got to go for. So, your move, Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, okay. The officially licensed fish dildo. monster dick. <laughs> we cut to uh that's what they should do with the dark universal should do with the dark universe is just sell the rights to fucking bad dragon and then they can make classic universal monster dicks instead of bad movies frankenstein's dongster <laughs> i don't know what's happening anymore <laughs> we here at twa are very passionate about monster dick apparently <laughs> no so, there is no apparently so we cut to the jungle i guess uh, and Finster, I'm pretty sure Quattin this is. Babu. I'm pretty sure this is Zardina. Yeah, so so they're somewhere in in like a a rainforest type place, uh, aka like the one of the areas in Legends of the Hidden Temple. I guess I was actually really <laughs> shocked when they cut here. And I'm like, wow, this is actually a fucking set that they don't it's a normally set. use. 
that it is. <laughs> it's a set, and it's actually like a decent looking set yeah. too. It's really fucked up in terms of like they've got a fog machine and they've got a lot of fake. They've plants. got a fog machine. They've got like competently well constructed props. They have yeah. multiple is- types of plants. <laughs> They, yeah, yes, they do. This leads to like, so the first five minutes or so of this show is like this. Like it's cl- it's very clearly plotted with some decent sets and like actually like putting suit actors in locations and having them interact with stuff. And like it, the the story all seems to have a flow and it makes sense. And I was kind of upset. I'm like, this is actually like a decent show right now, and that's not right. I can't Fortunately, make fun it all of falls it. apart after about five minutes. But <laughs> does, hey, does, come on, it falls apart about about after it. like ten minutes. We'll come get there. Now. Yeah. So Babu, like they they don't they're supposed to find the the Zords here. Uh, they don't see them, and then I'm sorry, Squat sits on it, uh, sits on something, and then realizes, oh, it's metal, and I think I found it. Here it is. And I was really for a second. I thought they were going to actually pan up and show like a leg, and I was like, yeah, "Wow, was, that's that would be a big prop." But no, they don't quite go that far. I, I was hoping they would, but I mean, even just the fact that they made this rock formation or whatever to like have a downward shot of is decent. It's neat. Uh, Babu makes a really bad joke. He says because uh, it's covered in vines, and he says, "Is this Hollywood or just fine?" Waka waka, what does that even mean? Who knows? It's just a bad <laughs> joke that they threw in there. Um, they cleared away for a little bit, uh, and then we cut back to the swamp, or not the swamp, we cut to the lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we cut back to the swamp, and we see Shrek. It's really weird that he's yeah, here. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, Bulk and Skull are here for their one scene that isn't tied to anything. Man, I feel like they've gotten short shrift this season. Like... They do, like, this scene doesn't really tie into anything, but it establishes they're here for the uh, their other scene, which does. Yeah. I, I like this scene, though, that yeah. said, because they are here as p- junior police patrol officers, and whatever that means, we still haven't figured it out, uh, and they're supposed to keep everybody out of trouble. They see some kids, like, splashing in the water and think that they are drowning, uh, and as a, in a nice bit of like, as they've built building Balkan Skull towards being like better people, they just straight up like go to try to save these kids from drowning. Like, there's no. And we get a fucking <laughs> slow mo Baywatch run. It, the part where they strip their like their like utility belts off and then keep running and then start taking their shirts off and it becomes apparent that they at all times have old timey striped bathing suits <laughs> under their clothing. See, it was laundry day and they didn't want to like they didn't have any clean underwear, so this was just providence, really. <laughs> we get a like Baywatchy theme music. With the Balkan Skull theme mixed over it, which is incredible. Yeah, they're, they're clearly trying to do either like a Baywatch or maybe a little bit of a Chariots of Fire kind of thing. And it's just, it's really great because it's... Actually, Eric, could you just play a little bit of this music? Because it's it's something. It's something. Pretty good. Uh, so they they get stripped down to old timey bathing suits and jump in, 
And then the little kid, in a pretty good visual gag, the little kids just stand up because it's very short water and they were like on their knees, I guess, or something. And uh, it becomes apparent that they were just playing. Whoops. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, We cut over to Catherine, who's got, she said she went to go get her bathing suit, but like, it doesn't look like she did. I mean, she doesn't like water and she doesn't plan on swimming, so clearly she lied. Or maybe she's just planning on using only a towel. (laughs) Yeah, she did get a tiger print towel, though, which is pretty great and a nice little detail. Uh, Rita shows up behind her, and I'm still not tired of Rita in normal settings yet. Like, it still makes me really happy. Also, she greets her by saying, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. (laughs) Yeah, so you know how Emily pointed out that there's a little bit of pet play going on here. They're not they're not fixing it. Like it's not getting better as this goes okay, on. Okay, so you say fix it like this is a problem, Zach. Well, okay, it's it's not a problem, but it is not something that I can imagine they were doing intentionally and they haven't done anything to alleviate the implication that Rita and Catherine are in some sort of uh pet owner relationship. I mean, so, I 100% am on board with this theory. <laughs> yeah. So she says like, here, kitty, kitty. And she turns around and is like, Oh, what can I, hi, Empress. What can I do? Um, and she actually specifically takes the time to mention that she hates being in the park. Rita does, which is weird, but okay. Um, she gives her a job, which is to steal one of the power coins. Uh, because they need it to um, power the new Zords. And she says, okay, I got it. Uh, and then she says, be careful not to get caught because it's not time to let the cat out of the bag yet. Uh, she says, you can count on me. And then Rita says, of course I can. I groomed you well. Yep. Doesn't mean Boy. anything. Don't worry about it. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we cut to Aisha and Kimberly and Kat shows up and they're like, all right, let's go. And they put their bags down and um, they're like, come on. And she she comes with them. She does not go for the, the coin yet. Uh, now, we'll talk about it when we get there, but I don't. Un- OK, I, I guess let's just talk about it now. The coin is loose in Kimberly's backpack. Like, it's not even in the morpher. What, yeah, so why? <laughs> it it kind of seems like you don't necessarily need to have the morpher. Like, I this has happened, come up before, where, like, they've very clearly not been, like, hanging on to it. And then they reach behind them, their backs and have it. So I think if they just have the coin with them, it'll materialize when they need it. You think they like pull it out of the hammer, the morphing grid, like hammer space? Yeah. They just like need the coin and the morpher just comes. Right, yeah. I still would put it in like a little case. Yeah, like, it is it, weird it's that just, it's just like sitting loose in her bag where it could like fall out of a hole it's in like, the bag or it's, something. She put it like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just put my keys loose in something and they right. put one of the most important magical objects in the universe just in a bag. Well, like, okay, counter argument. They're about okay. to go swimming. I wouldn't want to drop it in the middle of a lake. We're not saying she should have it on her. We're just saying having it loose in the bag isn't the best. You know how they have those um, watertight little, like, 
containers specifically for keeping your money and your keys and any other valuables that you want to keep with you while you're swimming? Yeah. Just put it in one of those. No, but continue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of ways they could have done it better, but they didn't, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, they get down into the water. We cut up to the moon, and um, they're like, okay, we need the coin in order to get into one of the ninja zerbs. Well, I'm sorry. The ninja zerbs. Yes. The yeah. ninja zerbs. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the ninja reserves are tapped. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, okay, let's make a diversion and then cattle steal the coin. So they send down. So, uh, I like but- that. I like that the plan is a little more forward thinking than usual. Like they don't just want to steal one of the Zords and fuck shit up with it. They want to specifically like reverse engineer it and make their own. Well, also they actually are sending down the, the, the Tangas for a reason other than just send the tengas which or putties which is what usually happens they're just like now's the time in the episode for putties right yeah it's not just a diversion for the rangers over it's specifically to drive people away like it yeah right again weirdly like consistent and well plotted so far okay really quickly we cut down to the the um the lake and cat is on the shore because she doesn't want to go in but she is still there kimberly and aisha are driving Something. Someone help me. What is this? It's like a, it's it's like a, paddle, a paddle, paddle boat toy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this once before. It's like, it looks like a bike. Like a big wheel. Like the little kid's big wheel. But So it's... you mean a trike, because it's got ostensibly three wheels. Well, okay, yes, a trike. But the back wheels are like, like water wheels, and the front one is just like a big yes. buoy, I guess? It essentially yeah. works as a rudder. The, yeah, the only reason yeah. I know these are an actual thing is that you can get them in the first roller coaster tycoon. Okay, that's uh, it. Did you see that the people um, who made Planet Coaster are making a, 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 a Jurassic Park like um, dinosaur park simulator oh, game? Oh, seriously? I yeah, did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Jeff Goldblum is going to be the narrator voice. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that has nothing to do with this. Just so that to fully set the scene, the guys are all in like a canoe, just kind of, yeah, just kind of testosteroning it up. Yeah, well, except for Adam. Adam is floating alongside them in an inner tube. That's because <laughs> that's because Adam is all about just being cash. <laughs> yeah, it's super cash. Is he uh, sobbing deeply while in the inner tube for some reason? Yeah, you guys, know, guys, guys, do you think do you think he's got like a celery snack waiting for him on the uh, beach? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand how that happened. Anyway. Okay, what? There's you, some deep lore here I'm missing. There's an episode. Yeah, Matt, you missed, the, you missed the single most bizarre fucking thing to happen in the show. There's an episode where there's a love triangle between Brainwatch Kimberly and Skull and then Tommy. And there there's a love triangle ha- happening like in fucking uh, like Dawson's Creek or something. They're at a party, or they're at a dance, and then everyone stops what they're doing, and Adam holds up a piece of celery to Tommy and says, would you like this piece of celery? Tommy takes it, and then they both munch on celery for, like, ten seconds. It's the craziest (laughs) fucking thing I've ever seen, and I don't understand how it happened. (laughs) Adam's just walking around this fucking prom or whatever with a fistful of celery. It's the most casual thing in the world. Just, hey, celery? Yeah, it's, it's... in a show, in Power Rangers, it might be the weirdest thing that's happened in the show. <laughs> Amazing. So anyway, uh, 
we've got a uh, they're they're they all jump out of the boat and Adam just like goes under the water as the Tengas are all swarming the people and chasing them away. Everyone runs away except for Bulk and Skull, um, who are just like pointing at them and and then they they run away and scream hooray. Cat casually walks towards the uh, the bag, uh, and then. We get a scene where, like, the Tengas have finished chasing everyone away, and then they seem to be confused as to why everyone is gone? Well, I think no, they're no, no, confused no, no, no. as no. to why there's no one to fight. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, because they're looking around, because they're looking around like, hey, did we get everyone? Well, they, they, they didn't, they lost track of the kids in the water. Oh, and I don't right. know. I don't know whether or not they realized that those were the Power Rangers or not. But they're like, "Hey, where did they go?" Yeah, we got a we got a brief like half second shot of them all diving underwater, basically. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. What's great is that in a second here, they're about to dramatically burst out of the water. That's a which, cool shot. The way yeah, they did a, that is neat. This, yeah. It's a cool shot, but it makes you think about the fact that someone had to yell "Ninja Power now!" underwater. Yes, because they yeah, because they have somatic components to their fucking morphing, and they had to yell it while they were underwater. They just sure. did it really, really loudly. <laughs> so what happened? The way they do it is they, sh- I think they just got water cannons and shoot colored water for each ranger color up well, into I think the they, air. I think they they shoot some, they splash some water, and I think they rotoscope the 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 splashes. Oh in yeah, later. maybe they just did that. But but it is oh. it's cool that basically colored water of each ranger shoots up into the air. Really unfortunate for the yellow ranger, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and then the rangers are up in the air in their ninja suits and come down, and we have our ninja tango fight. Um, okay. Which, okay. Yes. So this this is continuing a trend that's actually going to get worse in future episodes. Of the Rangers just having inexplicable godlike powers when they're ninjas. Listen, I like the concept of the ninja powers, but there's so many. I feel like there's a new two every single episode. It's there's bizarre. so many, and they're they're not applied with any sort of rhyme or reason either. It's like, oh, Adam just has like he can just make shadow clones now. Okay, which which wh- one of the the easiest special effects because you just get three of those things and there you go because you yeah. can't see them. <laughs> but the thing is that they keep having big elaborate ones that they'll never do again. Like right. I don't think Adam is ever going to do this again. But yeah, yeah. he just splits into two people. And it's like okay, there's two Adams and the no, there's the... an Adam and a noob Cybot, but it's fine. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> split the Adam. <laughs> ah! uh, <laughs> oh god so uh but they <laughs> they fight for a bit and they's like and then they're like okay go in solo and then he like merges back into his one true self and it's weird yeah and they don't establish like why you wouldn't just use these powers continually so like here's the, weird the thing, about here's power the thing. Oh, adam god. only gets that power once a day and he normally uses it to have somebody to hang out with after school oh <laughs> that's very it's very, it's very hilarious. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, normally this would the fact that like the powers, the way they're framed, and the fact that they make no sense wouldn't really bother me. But like season three of Power Rangers, for the most part, is much better than season one or two. And it's becoming something... It is not a good TV show, but it's starting to become like a passively decent TV show. It's and this stuff is actually bothers... So this stuff, shit actually bothers me now. Right. It's starting to actually set some standards... That it needs to meet. Yeah, and like midway through season two, I wouldn't even even have mentioned it. Who gives a fuck? 
it's something that's always been a problem with Power Rangers, which I th- I believe is like, I, and I could be wrong. I don't watch a ton of. Uh, I've only seen a couple Sentai, and I've only, I don't watch a ton of anime. I feel like anime and Sentai in general aren't as interested in defining the powers that a superhero has. Like, the way that people in America want to know exactly how much, like, Spider-Man can lift or whatever. It, like, it I don't depends. need it to be super rigorously defined, but I, like, why doesn't he just use Shadow Clones constantly? Sure, well, well so go ahead, Dustin. So, yeah, it, it depends on the show you're talking about. So, with with some shows, yeah, it's sort of a, you know, they can do what they can do when it's narratively appropriate, uh, things yeah. like, uh, kill a kill would be under that category, uh, where it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like it's, it's nuts. Whereas, um, some shows there is, uh, they, they do have a defined power scale that is how rigidly it's enforced depends on the writer. But, uh, sure. like for example, even my hero Academy, um, Definitely yeah, has that's true. They, well-defined they, yeah. limits, uh, even though it's that's not fair. like throwing equations at you. <laughs> you could even do something just like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, right? They don't really go into a super huge amount of detail, but it's like Jotaro can't use the time stop constantly because that's just not how the power works. He, he just can't, and that's fine. They do have yeah, a loose fine. definition of how long a second is, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they also but, have but, a loose definition of, like, how long he can stop time, just full right. stop, because obviously, like, at the end of, like, arc three, he's stopping time for, like, 20 seconds. Well, so, and then... so I guess, regardless of that, what I meant to say, what I was going to say was, like, it's always never been super clear what the Power Rangers powers are, like... Like, we never, we're like, can they fly? Oh, I guess they can, but no, they can't, but they can jump high, and how hard can they actually Zach, punch? Zach, they can and absolutely like fly. Stuff? It's called jetting, and they use it no, all I know. the time. I, I, that's, I know, that's why I said it that way. But anyway, but now that they've also got all these ninja powers, it's like, it, it's even more, like, less defined, so I guess. So what they I don't should know. have it's, done, and this would have probably made it less frustrating for us watching it, is sat down when they decided to come up with this whole ninja thing and ninja powers, made a list of ninja powers that they could reasonably do with their effects budget. And then been like, okay, so Billy gets this one, Adam gets this one, Aisha gets this one, and so forth. And then, like, just so there's some sort of definition to it. Well, that's what they do later when people have civilian powers. Everybody has one, basically. That, that, That makes a little more sense. I think at least part of this can probably be blamed on uh, inspiration from the relevant Sentai, because based sure. on what Emily has said about Cocky Ranger, that, that shit sounds that's crazy. Just fucking nuts. Yeah. It's- uh, so also, I, I will say that like the other thing that the last thing that bothers me before we moved on because we can't talk about this forever is like watch us. They send out. They seem to have ninja teleport, but it's depict like even the same power. They don't show it the same way. Like in this one, Aisha like disappears in a puff of smoke. But there was another one where they teleported by, like, like they, like, drag and dropped the character. So, like, it's the same thing, but they did it a different way. So even when it's not a new power, it still looks different. So it's just, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Aisha throws an inner tube on one of the Tengas and beats it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and Rocky continues his his hot streak of just dropping smarky, like, one-liners. Uh, I do want to say, there is a lot of stunt people, both playing the ninjas and the tangas, getting thrown into the water in this sequence. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot, of, lot of water. Suck. Yeah, I wouldn't want oh, to be in God, yeah. the water in either of those costumes. The big, the ninja ones specifically, or especially, are like, well, maybe they're really light, but they're really baggy fabric. There's, so I yeah, would there's imagine a lot of fabric get to get like, caught, and like, I'd, yeah. I'd be worried about getting like having trouble staying in the water. Like, yeah, you see, I, I think that like the Tenga costume would be way worse. Those things are clearly way bulkier than the ninja costumes. That's like the ninja true. costumes would suck and get waterlogged, but they're pretty light fabric. Yeah. And they're clear, and they clearly allow for really good range of move motion. That's true. Why they picked those costumes because you so, can do all sorts of stunts in them. So Cat takes the pink power coin, and let's take a quick break and come back and talk about the rest of the episode. Oh boy! Oh boy! I was the only one who said "oh boy" with you. Show us solidarity. Hi, I'm Kendall Hallman. You may remember me from such podcasts as Let's Place Let's Place and that episode of Teenagers with Attitude that Matt didn't like. Did you also know that I'm on a podcast called War and Beast? I'll let our host Greg describe the show. Welcome to War and Beast, the podcast that doesn't spoil the entire series in its commentary track. Sometimes just wonders what the hell the animators were thinking when they were making character designs. <laughs> it's the podcast that when it's not in whiny emo teen mode, it's in survivor guilt mode. Okay, maybe Greg needs to work on his elevator pitch. Along with our friends Emily and Jordan, we've deconstructed every episode of the classic 1990s Transformers cartoon Beast Wars and are working on the sequel series Beast Machines. Catch us every Monday on AudioEntropy.com, iTunes, or the podcatcher of your choice. So, we, uh, Cat picks up the coin, and pretty much immediately, for some reason, Kimberly starts, like, acting like she's Goku when he forgot to take the heart medicine. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of these, by the way, sorry. Yeah, maybe, maybe Cat just has, like, acid skin? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because Kimberly, like, immediately starts acting like she's in a lot of pain. This is basically where it becomes a normal Power Rangers episode, because this makes no fucking sense. Like, they actually explain yeah, it no, later yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get a there. little. We'll get there, and I'll comment on that when we get there. But just as of right now, as I was watching this, I'm like, okay, it's still right the fuck there. She's as far away from it as she was before. Why all of a sudden is this a problem? Right. It it's definitely goofy and also like I don't under okay. The morpher stuff aside, they're morphed, are they not? I guess not though, because well, they're, they're the ninjas, they've activated not the their suits. ninja powers. Which they do oh, need so the coins which they do need the coins for, but it's not morphing. When you morph, where does the coin and morpher go? Is it on their belt part of you? It is on the belt. Look, I don't okay. like to be gross, right? But it's pretty clearly in the butt. <laughs> no, that's where they I pull it so, from, Matt. Before they morph. I was so hoping you were uh, going to say in the butt. Okay. Notice how they reach behind uh, themselves? I want to interrogate this for a second here. You said pretty clearly. Why do you say <laughs> it's clear? I mean, it's just obvious, isn't it? 
There's only one place it could possibly be. I, I think this might be you projecting. How many coins have you put up your butt recently? As the great detective Sherlock Holmes always said, once you've eliminated the impossible, whatever's left, however improbable, must be the truth. It's weird yep. that he said impossible, hey, yeah. which is not a word. Yeah, that's a little weird, but, you know, he, Sherlock Holmes, smart guy, really yeah, intelligent some, human being. I've I trust read him. every single Sherlock Holmes story, and, like, 80% of them ended up being it was in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The butthole did it. Remember remember that one Sherlock Holmes novel, The Telltale Heart? Where was the heart? Up his butt. Up the butt. Yeah, the Sherlock <laughs> Holmes. I hate this. Okay, yes. The coin and morphers on their belts. I forgot. For some reason, I thought that was like one of the... I don't know. I, I'm an idiot. I've been doing this forever, and I don't remember what their fucking costumes look like. Okay. I'm, I'm suddenly very sorry I asked any questions. <laughs> yeah, that's how that usually goes. Yeah, that's a common response around here. Uh, so, but basically, so she picks up the coin, and, and Kim's just like, uh, oh, kryptonite, uh. Yes, and we cut totally. back to, to Kat, and she keeps digging through Kim's backpack and pulls out a picture of Kim and Tommy, where they are, uh, photographed, like, like, they're smiling together, but they're conspicuously standing far enough apart such that the photo can be ripped in half later. <laughs> okay, so... They are holding hands in this photo, in fairness. But they're standing it's very just, far apart. It, but, but yes, the fact that, like, we could headcanon why they don't exactly show PDA, even in a picture, explicitly where they're holding hands. But it's so that she can rip it in half later and have the part that has Tommy in it. Um, Balkan Skull come up. Oh, she's about to try to steal Aisha's also? Which is kind she's of a good call. Both. It's just like, well, okay, if one yeah. of these is going to fuck them up, let's fuck two of them up. Yeah. yeah. It's a good plan, actually. Yeah, it's just like, it's like while I'm here, may as well. And Balkan Skull takes it, uh, or, or like interrupt her, and they're like, we have to escort you to safety, which I, I, I mean... I guess, but all the tangas are over there. Also, like, their escort. Also, their method of escorting is offering their arms, then running away. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is this the one time Bulk and Skull have actually directly helped the Power Rangers? No, uh, it's happened a few you know, times. A couple times. Okay. Yeah, one time they actually literally saved them, like straight up. But it does not happen. Yeah, it's on purpose often. and everything. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they. They start walking away, or running away, and she's following them for a little bit and then teleports. Uh, and they, like, turn around and I think half catch it, because they freak out and Well, faint. so they turn around and they're like, wait, wasn't somebody there? But as established, nobody has object permanence. So they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> and they just faint because they they're tired? Yeah. Well, because then, okay. logical inconsistencies here. They thought there was a person, but clearly there couldn't be a person because there's no person there. And I, I what, uh... So then the uh, the tangas the just run leave away because mission they, accomplished. They're like, then, "Fuck yes, it. yeah." And then the the rangers do that thing where they like you know they whip off their their ninja suits, and there's something kind of hilarious about them them whipping off ninja outfits and just having swimwear underneath. Well, specifically Tommy, who's a who's buff is fucking shirtless, so it's just like it's time <laughs> for the traditional anime bath scene. Yeah. No. yeah. I was going to say Tommy's ready to score off with another member of the Yakuza. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. about to say so, it's really appropriate that we had uh, Dustin here for the beach episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, we haven't really explicitly talked about the fact that the way they demorph from Ninja is they, like, rip their clothes off. Like, they yeah. rip all their clothes off. It's kind of so, weird. I don't... So, you know how the suits are just their skin? They're just ripping a layer of skin. Oh, so it's like Persona. It's like Persona 5. Yeah, exactly. You rip their masks yeah, yeah. off. You rip your face yeah. off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, boy, I went back and started watching our uh, our run through Joel, and our first reaction to when that happens is we just scream. Yeah, we're no, just I- like, oh god. <laughs> so anyway, I-, I have to say, I I'm used to my the beach episodes I'm watching containing way more lurid shots of the female characters as well as the female characters comparing each other's breast sizes, and I'm. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm disappointed or relieved. Relieved. It in- better be in- relieved. Instead, you just get shots where you can count individually all of Tommy's abs, just in case yes. you thought one got lost. Like, <laughs> just in case what? <laughs> yeah, just in case one got lost. What did, like, oh no, Lefty went for a walk. <laughs> I, so, do you use... Tommy's abs as a map to find your way home at night. <laughs> yeah, how well, do you, yeah, well, how do you Dustin, lose you use, the stu- you use the stud finder and it just <laughs> says right there. Uh, That's all you do. <laughs> Tommy's left yeah. nipple is the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, fist of Tommy's left nipple? Yeah, exactly. So, at this point, the, she's they're all like, Cat, or, um, Kimberly, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I just feel weird. Where did Ka- where did Catherine go? It's the first thing I thought of for some reason. <laughs> um, we cut to Cat uh, giving uh, Rita and Zed the coin. Everybody's like, "Do you realize what this means, Zeddy dear?" And he he calls her his little time bomb. He's like, "Yes, my little time bomb." I just realized <laughs> what like the pet names Zed and Rita use for each other remind me of, and it's the Adams family. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Their relationship sure. isn't all that dissimilar. Right, yeah, like, no. they are kind of they are kind of in the same I, vein as uh, Gomez and Morticia. Morticia. I, I feel like I feel like the Adams family is a lot more functional, though. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like, like, Gomez and Morticia never yell at each other, is the thing. True. No, that's true. Yes, Gomez I mean, and Morticia they, they are, do- like, the Brady Bunch of weird families, whereas... Yeah. Like, yeah. Zed and Rita are more like the Simpsons of Weird Families. Yeah. Who's like the My Name of Ur- My Name is Earl of Weird Families? Oh, God. The Scientologists? <laughs> I think that's the Oblong. The Oblong's that WB so show. Anyway, I actually wasn't expecting an answer, so sure, why not? <laughs> so, uh, at this point... Um, they, they're like, oh boy, we've got it and we can make our own Zords now as soon as we steal the Falcon Zord. And it zooms in on the fact that Kat is hiding this picture she stole. Like, she doesn't want them to know. Yeah, very not subtly. You don't have to be very subtle on Zed and Rita. They are not observant at all. Oh, I was gonna say put it in your pocket and then I remember girls' pants don't have pockets because the world's bullshit. It sucks. I forgot about that. Jeans? <laughs> I thought she was wearing jeans, though. I think girls' pants have pockets. Well, this was the 90s. Uh, so anyway, um, they... So yeah, she's got this picture. We cut back down to the beach. Uh, 
Rocky and Adam apparently decided to start fucking rocks at the at the lake in between when they fought monsters and Zordon called them. <laughs> like they have very short attention. Rocky and Adam like, get along yes. really well with Mac and Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Just hucking just so, hucking rocks at trains for Christmas. Yeah. So they get called uh, over to the park because Goldar and the Tengas are attacking again. Um, but, like, before they can go, they realize that Kim is, like, really not feeling well. So uh, they take them... Oh, no. Well, they, they, they realize s- Kim's coin is gone, and then Billy's like, she must yeah. be experiencing some kind of energy drain. Right. So they figure out that the Kim's... Go- the, the Kim. The coin is gone. And also, everyone acts like, oh, my God. How could this happen? Like, yeah. it's a coin. I you, And you weren't keeping super great, like, track of it. Uh, obviously, like... Because, honestly, if it was me, I think I would just... Thought I think I dropped it because like unless you immediately believe that someone knows you're a Power Ranger, like this is way way more serious. Considering her backpack and literally everything, but that picture and the power coin is missing. Like that's if somebody didn't know you're a Power Ranger, why would they steal just that? Right. So they uh they they all freak out about it, and then they. I do want to say I do like during the freak out. Most of it is just standard, like, reaction shots of the Rangers going, oh, no, oh, no, it, at varying levels of actually acting. Uh, right. Except except when Aisha finds out, because she's like, what? And, like, they dramatically zoom in on her for no yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, also, also, they do, like, an energy effect on Kim's hand. Like, she yeah, she's it out, like, glowing fucking pink. Fading out of existence and back to the future. So Zordon's like, yeah, well, so something evil must have got a hold of it. That's no, the no. only he explanation. He specifically says it must be in the hands of evil. And he means that literally because Kat was holding it in her hand when Kim started yeah. losing strength. Sure. So they say he says you must use your power coins to recharge Kim until she can teleport. Until she's strong, strong enough to be teleported to the command center? I didn't know that you had to be a certain strength to be teleported. Well, I thought you could... That like, seems... I think I think so she can teleport. Boy, that seems like some bullshit. <laughs> that does seem like some bullshit. Some, for some reason, they're still teleporting of their own volition instead of, like, contenting Zordon and telling him, like, Hey, Alpha, Kimberly's in some trubs. Can you bring her to the command center? Because they've brought, like, unconscious people to the command center. So being yeah. unconscious just, like, is like, different from having your life force being drained. Like, it's it's the I, it's the metaphysical equivalent of they're bleeding out. It's dangerous to move them. Oh, they're saying, like, she might die because, like, her atoms would fly apart during the teleport or something? It's, like, it's the I only guess. explanation that makes any sense at all. Okay, sure. So... Uh, Tommy's like, well, don't worry about it. Um, it just me and Ninja will go and yeah, fight Goldar. Yeah, he just that- says out of nowhere, yeah, me and Ninja will take care of it. And then Ninja fucking shows up. Well, Ninja doesn't have anything to do. It's like, hey, I thing. just Google like- searched my name. Someone mentioned me. <laughs> he didn't say I'll call yeah, exactly. Ninja up. He's just like, yeah, Ninja will help me out. And then Ninja comes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dustin, exactly. Ninja has a tweet deck. Uh, Set up to yeah. to every time the word ninja gets said on the internet, he knows immediately. He got his viewing globe set to scan for people saying his name. 
It's like yeah. some someone knows about me. Oh boy! Oh, or or he's just as anime as he as he seems, and he just sneezes at the second anyone <laughs> anytime anyone talks about him. Um. So they yeah. Uh, Tommy morphs and goes to fight Goldar. Ninjor shows up. You would think this would be easy, but apparently Goldar has been training. I guess I don't know because it it doesn't go as well. Well, so. What's weird is there's even a point where Goldar yells, there's so many of us and so few of them, why can't we win? Yeah, that's really good, yeah. Um, so during this fight, there's actually a kind of a, like, it's one of those things where we praise things that in other shows would be, like, just standard. But there's a shot where Kat is talking to Rita behind this tree and the whole fight scene is happening, like, off in the distance, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. And then I'm like, also not hard, but this show just never does that shit. So, so it's, for it's some just... reason, they sent Kat down with Goldar and the Tengas, but she's hiding behind a tree watching. And then Rita shows up and is like, yeah, go get the Falcon Zord. Yeah. Right. Also, why did she give them the co- Like, here's the coin. Great. Bye. See you later. Show up. Here is the coin. <laughs> also, also, here, go down to the park. Now run to wherever the Falcon Zord is, I guess. We're not going to teleport you there. <laughs> like, it's just, I, okay, sure. Well, they, they, need, the they need Tommy to summon it. And okay, to sure, that right. end, Goldar grows, but like, we're not showing Rita or Zed making that happen. He just does it. Can Goldar just grow? I guess. Because Re- Ninjor can. Ninja can just get big. Maybe Goldar mm. learned how. Yeah. When Goldar gets huge, both Tommy and 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 Ninja are like, oh, oh God, we well, what are we gonna do? He got all big. And it's like, Ninja, buddy. <laughs> it's like use your fucking giant powers, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can just do that. that. You can do. Yeah. I absolutely adore the shot though, where they do a like from the ground shot of Goldar looking down and wagging his finger at them, taunting them. Yeah, but the it's downside is that that's way too much gold or taint. Yeah, you do you do see up his like metal kilt that he wears. Yeah, he doesn't like, have a whole lot right of that. No. <laughs> Thank you, like, Dustin. I, I knew we brought you on for a reason. <laughs> I, I like you, Goldar, but not that much. <laughs> Zach, I've thought of the next painting I'm going to commission you. Oh well, God no. So uh, no. Tommy Tommy summons the Falcon Sword and Ninja gets all huge, and we actually Hold get on. yeah because the way he summons it is he says, "I hold on." He says, uh, "I need Falcon Sword power, P- power ready, power up now, power, 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 Puff Girls." Like he says it so much so quickly, it's just <laughs> goofy. That's not how they normally do it. Anyway, Falcon Sword. Yeah. I do love we get a we we actually get an American filmed giant monster thing, which we don't get much of uh, of Ninjor v Goldar, which right. is no, which is fun true. but doesn't last long. Also, it's no. very weird that Ninjor has so much trouble with this because he has beaten much tougher monsters than Goldar. Ninjor also decides not to use his sword or his super like mode for some reason. Well, so, so well, yeah, so he... Goldar didn't do anything. Evil, like clearly evil, so Ninjor couldn't get really mad and transform. <laughs> and, Got it. Or just you know, because uh, 
the American production team doesn't have access to the other ninja suit. Well, sure. Uh, so th- at this point, Cat. Okay, I love this because Tommy is making really bad one-liners in the cockpit. Right, like, he's he, like he thinks he's alone, so he can say the stupidest fucking shit. Right, like because this actually made me realize, like. I don't think the monsters can hear what they're saying. Like, they're always smack-talking them in the cockpit, but there's not a loudspeaker on the outside of the Megazord, is there? Like, how oh, are they Oh my hearing? god, please tell me that the Falcon's mouth moves when Tommy talks. <laughs> please, no, better yet, better yet, please tell me that Tommy thinks the monsters can hear what he's saying. <laughs> yes! But they actually can't. It's like, I think this is the equivalent of singing along to a song in your car. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're doing smack talk that they can't hear, so feel free to do the dumbest smack talk ever. Like one large Goldar with anchovies coming up, which is nothing. I think back in the um, original Megazord days when Kim didn't really have to do anything, she probably just had a Walkman set up and was just cruising around singing, I don't know, whatever songs are popular in 1994. What songs were popular yeah. in 1994? I feel like I we've had this, this conversation. And is, that yeah. when, is that when Gangsta's on Paradise came out? Yeah, almost. We've probably done it way more than once. So we I can, can see. I could see Kim rocking out some Coolio. Coolio. So uh, God, speaking of Coolio, Adam listened to so Zombie much fucking by the Cranberries. Nirvana. There you go, number one. <laughs> um, but so Cat uh, just sort of appears behind Tommy in the Falcon Zord cockpit. Because she, she has, I guess they're still doing the thing where, like, if you have a coin, you can get through uh, a force field. Right. So there's a dumb thing that happens, uh, not in this two-parter, but a little later, where Zed, like, you know, is, is there's a hostage situation and Zed wants to get into the command center. Like, Zed and Rita could have just gotten into the command center with this coin. They could have just sure. gone yeah, in there mean, and fucked it up. That's usually their modus operandi when they have an evil ranger, send them into the command center and fuck with Alpha. Yeah. So, I don't so understand... She- she gets into the Falcon Sword, and I guess she also has magical cat monster powers to do this, I guess. She just right. kind of touches Tommy on the shoulder, and then he gets covered in, like, rotoscoped pink lightning in the shapes of cat claws. Yeah. I like that. It's a really neat effect, actually. You know how when a cat will, like, nuzzle you and zap you with their nose? That's not static electricity. That's ma- that's cat electric powers. <laughs> Yeah, checks out. I mean, I know my cats used to generate a fuck ton of static electricity, so, you know. Oh, so so that's what she was doing in the park. She was, like, rubbing her feet on the ground a bunch. Yeah, so she, like, enters the Megazord, just, like, rolls around on the carpet for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) So she she teleports him out and steals the the Falcon Zord. And then we we cut back to um, Ninjor getting his dick kicked so hard that he turns back into normal Ninjor. So he doesn't which, just shrink. He, like, turns into a ball of energy, shoots into the sky, and then shoots back down. It's bizarre. I mean, right. I know if I'm getting kicked in the dick and I have superpowers, that's probably pretty similar to what I do. Not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> so then we see the Falcon Zord, which is now taken over, turn into a yeah, bird. Yeah, I okay. just shouted what for about 10 seconds after this. <laughs> Yeah, it turns into a bird, and then because that was clearly Japanese footage, it flies to the moon. Uh, okay, couple of questions. So yeah, it, it very that. clearly turns into like a dove <laughs> here. Uh, but it turns into a bird. It flies to the moon, 
And then you see it land on Zed's arm and then turn into a different fucking yeah, bird. Yeah, it turns into like, an yeah. actual falcon at this point. Zed puts his arm out and it lands on his fucking arm. Maybe, maybe a dove is what it turns into when it's controlled by the good guys, but... Zed's like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to have a dove on my hand. No, That's Zed, for sissies. Zed is like, what it's the just, fuck? Why are you a dove? You're called the Falcon Zord. Be a falcon, you stupid idiot. It's it's just so funny because I started yelling what like you did, yep. Joel, but then, but then it, it was supplanted so quickly because... <laughs> I was just like, wait, what happened? Wait, what happened? Yeah, no, at this point, I couldn't form words, so. (laughs) I'm not not sure what this says about me, but I kind of just accepted it to the point where I forgot that this was coming up. (laughs) (laughs) So, So this next thing that happens confused the bejesus out of me the first time I saw it. Because I was, I, I think I understand what they're going for now. But so I guess because the Falcon Sword has been taken by evil, I guess that's sort of like the crack in Ninjor's armor question mark, and now he's weakened. Because what happens is he falls to the ground and then he starts like fading away. I thought it was just because Goldar kicked his ass so hard. Yeah, I'm not sure because what happens next is like you said, he he's like there's this weird scene. Where Ninjor is trying to reach Tommy's hand, but also they're on the ground and not across ledges, so I don't understand why it's like, this Tommy, is difficult. Just move forward a bit. Yeah, yeah. So wait, so why is he trying to reach Tommy's hand? Is he gonna like siphon ninja energy out of Tommy? I don't know, but Ninjor Maybe. disappears. Ninja fucking gone. vanishes. So like, I assume what actually happened was they, they were teleporting him and he was like trying to resist the teleport because that's the only way to explain the yeah, next time we see yeah, him. Yeah, because he ends up in a in a bottle like he used to be in. Um, but so Goldar like taunts Tommy. I'm and sorry, Tommy's the like, bottle that they put Ninja in on the moon is hilarious because it's, it's a fucking triangle shaped plastic jug. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have like a proper like magic container. They just found a fucking empty orange juice container. The thing is, I'm pretty sure they had the magic bottle for him in his first appearance. So, like, they, they sh- could have just used that. I mean, the moon crew didn't give a shit. Oh, right. Okay. Rita was like, you know, squat, fetch me the fetch me the fucking container to put Ninjor in. It's they, like, oh, they where put did him I in put the fu- that? They, fuck, they fucking put him in the moon crew equivalent of, like, $1 Tupperware. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, well, we just finished <laughs> off this bottle of Tropicana. I guess we can use this. It's like when you, it's like when your like five year old wants to go collect caterpillars in the garden or something, and they just throw them in a fucking like Cool Whip container. So uh, t- Goldar taunts Tommy, and then Tommy's like, "I'm not done with you." And Goldar's like, "No, you are. You you suck." Later, and uh, I just sent an image. Why you guys. does Goldar even leave? I don't know because Goldar always leaves. But I just sent an image to you guys, and Goldar has something written on his sword, and I wish I could make it out, but I can't. C.R. Foca. I think that I think that might literally just be like the prop company's for, initials. Yeah, for a second I thought it like said that. C.R. Fuckalypse, but that doesn't make sense. That, no, that that's is probably about not what it, what looks it like. says. You're not wrong. <laughs> Fuckalypse. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's probably what it says. Yeah, I don't know. I just noticed it has text, but yeah, I think the, I, I think it ends it with says. an R. But oh, there's like C R F O C A L, and then there's a couple letters that I can't make out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's only like ten pixels for the entire thing. So. Right. So then he teleports away. He's like, "No, Goldar, come back! I'm still tough." Uh, (laughs) And we find out that they've. Yeah, we find out that they've stolen the Falcon Zord. Tommy is very sad. Tommy is desperate for Goldar to pay attention to him. The shoe is on the other foot. (laughs) Um. Then Tommy says, I can't believe Lord Zed has finally defeated the Power Rangers, which is fucking really, really jumping the gun. Like, whoa. Uh, okay. You've lost one Zord, but fine. I mean, like, even if you're talking about it in terms of, like, a temporary, like, loss of a battle, like, that's happened before, my dude. It's usually how we end a season. But yeah, then he tries to give a fucking hero speech, and it's, um... I got what you're going for, buddy, but... uh. It almost feels like he realized, like, just how dire the thing he just said was and is trying to walk it back a little bit. I can't believe we've been defeated forever. I mean, we'll we'll never give up. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, then we cut to the moon, and we see Ninjor in his little bottle. Actually, I think it might literally be a water... It looks like a water jug, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually not even the same bottle he'll be in in the future. They've got oh, a different really? jug so, later. Yeah. So but, he's like taunting Ninjor. Yeah. For once, the moon crew is justified in celebrating a plan well executed. Like, they, li- right. they do have everything they need right now. He tells uh, Ninjor if he doesn't shut up, he'll, she shakes him and he says, I'll turn you into a cosmic milkshake. Um and then he laughs and says, it, it, uh, what does he say? Oh, victory is fun, I think, which is a good quote. I mean, it is. I like winning. <laughs> it is. It's just very funny. The fact like he's that pumping his fists. The fact that they're siphoning yeah. Ninjor's life energy to use him as a battery for these Zords is pretty fucked up. Like, I like this. I mean, this is bad, legit evil. They're bad people. Like, they're not good people. <laughs> One so, of them is just like a muscle monster. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a skinless man. Um, we cut to we cut down, and um, now we finally, at the end of the episode, get the explanation for what's going on with Kimberly, which is that he says when Ninja recharged your power coins, so when he changed them into the new ones, he linked them with your natural human energy. Seems like a bad call now that I've gotten here. Um, and <laughs> now it says look, basically so. Now look, there are a lot of advantages, but granted, it's still an early beta testing. But I think you'll find yeah. once we work the kinks out, that'll be a lot better than the initial design. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it gives them like superhuman fucking ninja powers. It, like That's the true. trade-off seems reasonable. This is the early access of the ninja coins. Here's the thing, right? Here's the I'll actually go to bat for Ninjor here. They left the coin totally unprotected in a backpack, totally loose. That's true. She fucked now, up. Why here's the thing. You're right, but also if this was a co- potential consequence of doing that, they maybe should have told them before it happened. That's fair. That's fair, but that's that's a failure of communication, not of engineering. True. Yeah. So then he said, uh, Zordon's like, well, I've got more bad news. Lord Zed has discovered the Zords of Zordina. All his actions indicate that he intends to create his own fleet of evil fighting machines. And then Rocky says something that makes no sense, which is, with our Zords out of commission, we're powerless. What are you talking about? Why don't the other Zords work? Hold on. 
we we've clearly seen the Megazord work without the Falcon Zord. Although like, they do seem to always have to wait for the Falcon Zord to show up before they can do anything useful. I guess it's just that's never been a stipulation before. Apparently now they need it. So then we cut to cat in a tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a real good visual gag. I guess cuz she's a cat. Yeah. And she's hanging she likes... out there like a like a leopard would kind of. Got to get a fireman then to she... t- bring her on down. Yes. Ooh, that's uh, a good a sexy a, Yeah, fireman. I was going to say that's a good grift actually. Hmm. So also then we see her rip the picture in half and like just make the fuckiest fuck eyes at this picture of Tommy. She's like, so like I know we tend to project a lot because TWA is horny, ha ha ha. But she's so fucking thirsty. <laughs> like really, like bit, like calm down. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree. It's it's a lot. I'm. She needed a private place up in a tree to look at this picture this hard, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, And that's the episode. Like, yeah, it's a pretty good part one. Um, You know, as in the past, who knows how their part two will go. This is three or four. I I assume Mike does. I honestly don't remember. (laughs) So about as good as their normal part two. Not very much. Um. uh, But yeah, is this a three? I think it's a three. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how well that holds up. Um, uh, Let's see. I've got some questions for us this week. If you have a question for us, you can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Or uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, and I will read your questions if you send them to me at those locations. Noah asks, do you think Bulk and Skull are getting paid for being junior police, or is it a volunteer situation? I almost guarantee you they're not getting paid. There's yeah, no this is volunteer, volunteer 100 million percent. Definitely an Actually, unpaid Honestly, internship. we've seen no evidence that there's a currency system in use at Angel Grove, period. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Like, do they even have a barter system of any kind? Or is this like a socialist utopia? Okay, well, okay, so Ernie did get a big check once when the Jim and Juice Bar was going under, but that's the only time oh. we've seen money change hands. It might be a socialist system, but it sure is fucking a utopia. That's okay, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, the only reason this so, is not yeah. a utopia is because, you know, Rita's around messing stuff up. That's I true. Don't, I don't it think kinda, that's, like, the case, necessarily. Well, everybody seems happy, and, like, everybody works on fucking, you know, clean environmental cleanups and all this shit like, all the without, time. Like, so. without Rita, the, like, the worst thing they have to worry about is Bulk and Skull occasionally being idiots to people, which is no, not nobody much Nobody in this of universe problem, has object really. permanence. Now, so yeah. here's the thing. It's a utopia for the, um... For the uh, people who live in Angel Grove, for the people who live in Stone Canyon, it is absolutely a dystopia. Oh yeah, the the other only other town. Yeah, exactly. It's a real Morlock fucking um, whatever situation. I haven't read the Yeah, and I, I can't kind of help but feel that like their utopic sort of like their like weird pseudo utopic sort of society is probably propped up by cheap labor coming out of like less advantaged like remaining survival cities. Possibly, don't know. Area of development. <laughs> Yeah, so, it's sort of like Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun, actually. 
Wow, that's a go okay. cut there. Yeah, that's a deep <laughs> cut. But like, you know what I'm talking about, though, with like the yellow zones and shit. I, it's it's been I don't like remember anything about almost this. two decades since I've even thought about Command and Conquer. I know. I don't know. It's kind of the same. I don't know why that suddenly occurred to me, but it's kind of freaking me out. So let's move on because I'm scared okay. now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jane asks. Uh, well, it's not really a question. But this might just be me, but has anyone ever thought Rita Rivalto looks like a Guar side character that wandered into MMPR? Yes, <laughs> the second you posted this, absolutely. You are totally right. There, that, have you got, y'all know Guar? Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm aware Guar of is them. a weird, Guar is a band that dresses up like weird monsters. Oh, and shit. They, yeah. Wow. Like, he totally fucking does. God damn. They shoot blood all over people in their during their concerts and stuff, and it, they it, he totally looks like a glory yeah he jet. does yes, holy absolutely. shit okay yeah hundred uh, <laughs> percent um let's see uh oh I thought I had more but I think I might be out I should ask for more questions next time uh folks okay, send us well, some questions. Wow, yeah, that's some questions. That's certainly an image I, I just found doing that Guar Google search. Yeah, you know, Guar's got some shit, that's for sure. I don't know exactly. Maybe uh, I'll search it at work. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think it's like super not safe for work from I what mean, I remember, I'm, but it's that that okay, so <laughs> Describe what you're there looking is a, at. There's to a me, dude please. dressed as some sort of orc thing where they have a mechanized penis that is shooting blood out of the tip, so... <laughs> I don't remember that, Guar. Definitely don't search that at work, then. Well, it depends on where you work, really. Um, you know what? Sure. Not even touching that one. It's, uh... It's an experience okay, is, looking through this image this search, is a good way, sure. uh, this, is a, this is a good place to stop, then. Um... <laughs> Dustin, would you like to plug anything while you're here? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, if you like me for some reason, you can uh, listen to me more at VakaCast, where I'm reviewing anime. Also, uh, also I've got Emily um, coming on the podcast recently to talk about Card Captor with us, so that's been fun. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at StillsTheGM. There you go. Um... As always, check out audioentropy.com for all of our fun shows. Uh, you can... Let's see. I guess that's it. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Eric for uh, d- doing our editing. Thank you to Mitch for our theme song. Um, and I think that's going to do it for us this week. Come back next week and we'll talk about part two of our three-parter, which I'm sure is always the best part of the three-parter. So... Make sure you come back. Uh, and uh, I, for Teenagers of Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Matt. I've been Joel. I have been Mike. And I've been Dustin. And may the power protect you always. Meow. Mm, meow. It's meow. Meow. You gotta it's do it like meow. Halle Berry from Catwoman. You gotta do Halle Berry Catwoman. Me- meow. Me- meow. No. No, you don't. No, you don't. You know, like, yeah.
Hey, Tenga, I'd give that dive a 9.5. Come on, Tenga, smile. I only threw you off the boat. Don't be as mad as a wet hen. <laughs> Meet meow.